0: In the sports talk radio justice world, mediocre quarterback play and porous tackling are considered especially heinous. On the Lance J Show, the dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad at Paragon 7 Studios. These are their stories.
1: Well, I don't talk about I don't talk about the Lakers that much, because I kinda I kinda try to avoid those topics. Because I'm just not a hot take guy. I used to be a hot take artist when I first started in this business. And over time, I decided that I, I wanted to be a little bit different than everybody else. I, I try and aspire. I'm not saying that I do. I try and aspire to to have a show that's out every day, that's intellectual, that makes you think, that gives you something different than you're getting up and down the radio dial. Because you can turn anywhere on your radio and, and, and listen to some bald, fat guy talk about sports and do some type of longitudinal analysis on LeBron James and and his PFF and and his wins above replacement and all these statistics that they have in sports. So I don't talk about the Lakers that much because it's it's low-hanging fruit, it's easy, it's sophomoric, it's boring. But last week, I was watching, I was up late, and I was watching the Lakers play the Celtics. And I was fascinated by that game that I watched last week because the Lakers were getting blown out by the Celtics. I think going into the fourth quarter, they were down by like 20. Or maybe, uh, excuse me, midway through the third quarter, they were down by like 20. I believe they were down somewhere in the area of, of, of 89 to 68. And Jason Tatum had it going. Brown had it going. Grant Williams off the bench. They were, they were playing ball. Smart was hitting threes. They were just abusing the Lakers. It looked like another bad Laker effort. Russell Westbrook was, was missing layups and, and bricking 20-foot shots. This looked like a typical Lakers disaster. And then in the fourth quarter, late in the third and into the fourth, the Lakers went on a huge run, and LeBron was hitting threes, and AD was muscling up, and they were throwing alley-oops, and Russell Westbrook started hitting shots, started going to the to the, to the rack. And the Lakers flipped a 20-point deficit into a 13-point lead. So much so that Reggie Miller, who was calling the game, they're about four minutes left. Lakers are up by 13. Reggie Miller is like, wow, this game really got away from the Celtics and and kind of giving the the postmortem, so to speak, on that particular game. I love Kevin Harlan and Reggie Miller, for the record. As somebody that calls basketball games and is really getting into doing HBCU basketball games and enjoys it, that's my favorite thing to do. Kevin Harlan is phenomenal. He's great at football. He's great at basketball. I'm sure that he would be great if he called World Cup, golf, hockey. He's just great. Reggie Miller is a, is a fantastic uh, color commentator. I know some people don't love Reggie Miller. I'm an old guy. I'm old enough to remember when Reggie Miller was lighting up Madison Square Garden. And going back and forth with the Knicks, those Pacer teams were really good. only team that took the Bulls to a seven, seventh game of a series. So when Reggie Miller speaks, he speaks from experience. And then I love Candace Parker. I'm a big fan of Candace Parker. I think that Candace Parker is kind of the, the next person in line. When one of those people on a TNT set quit, I know that they just re-up. So that's probably going to be like eight years from now. But rather a Shaq or, or Chuck or, or Kenny. Or Ernie, Candace Parker is the next person in line. So I love, I love watching them cover games. But they were, they were pretty much done with the game, and the Lakers collapsed at the end. Boston came back, forced overtime, and then they blew the Lakers' doors off in overtime. And I was watching that game, and I was like, you know, the Lakers, they're not as bad as advertised when they have AD playing at an MVP like level, and he's had a really good bump. LeBron, I don't care if you like LeBron, if you don't like LeBron, this guy is, is darn near 40. And he's giving you 25-7-7 seven and seven at his age, which is amazing. And not only that, he's tomahawking. He's, he's doing the windmill on the fast break. It's not like Jordan, when, when, when Michael Jordan was, in, was 40, 38, 39, playing for the Wizards, which I like to pretend didn't happen, he was floor Jordan. Not Air Jordan. LeBron is still is still banging on people. He's still attacking the rim. He's still physical. You know, he can't play. He's not the two-way player that, that he used to be, but he's he's 38 years old. He's played 20 consecutive years in, in the league. He's played his whole adult life, has been in the NBA. When they have it going and Russell Westbrook is attacking the basket, the Lakers are a decent team. They're not as bad at, as the the 2-10 and 10 start would suggest. But that game was kind of a microcosm of who the L.A. Lakers are because they're not deep enough. Now, I like I like Walker. I like Lonnie Walker a lot. He's just a solid two-guard, gives you 15, 16 a game, doesn't take too many shots, doesn't dribble too much. But the Lakers and their strategy, and, and just like the Rams, they have that F them picks. They don't care about developing young talent and young people. They just want to get veterans, and that's a LeBron. That's a modus operandi of any team that LeBron James has played for or matriculated to. They don't. They don't like. He don't like playing with young guys. And it's funny because you look at the young guys that they've jettisoned. You look at. You look at Kyle Kuzma playing very well with the Wizards. You look at Brandon Ingram playing very well with the Pelicans, who are the top seed in the West. And I think, I think the Lakers could use one or both of those guys right now, but, but they'd rather have Russell Westbrook, and they'd rather have a broken-down Anthony Davis, who plays really good in, in three-, four-week spurts. But I'm not trying to wish ill upon him, but we know historically that he's going to pull a groin, he's going to tweak a knee, he's going to tweak a shoulder, he's going to have a, a, a hangnail, a chip tooth, the stomach flu, He'll be in the COVID protocol. He'll wrench his back, opening the the door to get some cereal in his refrigerator, get some milk for his cereal. He'll slip after a workout. He'll have sciatica. I mean, we just know that that Anthony Davis is not built to play 82 games. He's not going to be healthy. It's not a knock on him. I'm not saying he's soft. I'm just saying that some people, when God created them, he did not create them to play an 80-game NBA season. So that game really was interesting to me because it showed how good the Lakers can be when everybody's clicking and you have three Hall of Famers, but it showed that you don't have no bench. I don't know any of those guys on the bench. And it's my job to know, like this guy Reeves, they had a guy named Matt Ryan that they cut. I thought it was Matty Ice from, from, from the Colts. I was like, Matt Ryan from the Colts is so bad that they, that they demoted him and relegated him to the, to the NBA. You have Schroeder, who's terrible. You have, yeah, Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly is just absolutely awful. He's a reprehensible basketball player. And that doesn't seem to be all that great of a person either. It's just the Lakers, they're, they're the most entertaining bad team that I've ever seen. And I know that Charles Barkley's been railing on them, saying why, why does TNT show so many Laker games? And we got to stop talking about them. They're a 10th, 11th seed in the West. They suck. Let's stop talking about them. But they're they're so entertaining. If you put them on TV, they may be bad, they may be losing, but to see LeBron and to see and be fascinated by what he's doing at his age and how athletic he is. He's not just Jay-work. He's not just the the 15-foot assassin. This guy, this guy is is is, is banging on people. He's putting people on posters. And then you got AD that when AD plays up to AD's talent level, he's an inside-outside guy. He's one of the best players in the league. Top five player in the league when he's at his zenith. And then you got Russell Westbrook, who in the same play, Russell Westbrook could get a steal. He could dunk on somebody. He would come back the next time, shoot an airball three. Next time, airball 15-footer. Next time, behind-the-back pass into the 20th row that's entertainment
0: live from the paragon 7 studios you are listening to the lance j radio network paragon 7 studios The first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad.
1: I think some sometimes people, you know, they get fuzzy when it comes to my crew. But let me tell now, y'all, there's no I don't, group, I don't think anybody gets fuzzy. And I'm at all. gonna say it's this crew, loud. Man. I'm gonna say this proudly. There's no group
0: like my group. Now, there's been groups, but not like my group. Right, James Lewis. See, my group, we never tarnished none of our albums right 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 that's number one Mm -hmm. and everything we put out as deep went plat. you are listening to the lance j radio network when i was 20 um 22 i pulled a slip and fall outside marshall fields i did and i was stupid and young and i was trying to show off so i hit the ice fast as i could i biffed it so hard i heard a crack (sighs) wasn't the ice was me (laughs) i actually hurt myself I mean, I, my knee's never been the same. A slip and fall. Yeah, that's how I put myself through bartending school. Right. So. So you were always like this. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Matthew, Little Caesars is now the official pizza of the NFL. Let's hear it. Pizza, pizza. Again, pizza, 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 pizza. No, pizza, pizza. We're ready. Enjoy game day with a fanceroni pepperoni with over a hundred old world pepperonis. Pizza, pizza, James Lewis. Yo, it's amazing. Ella's blazing, always been. Before I put the
1: braids in, I used to let the waves spin. What you be Seven. saying don't impress me at all. Three. And if chicks you be Jay and don't be sexy at all, we're like everything that I recite stand out. Go head in front so I can try this right hand out across the jaw never lost the wall. i'm not gonna spit that bar about enforcing the law you got something to say to cough it out cows you want beef when you pull out the heat they're ready to talk it out what is there to talk about you was just fronting now it ain't nothing ain't that
0: bars you are listening to the lance j radio network